You know, guys, in an effort to not be a slave to my phone, you know, or to not text and drive, I don't answer text always right when I get them, especially in the afternoon when I'm in mom mode. And That's I'm, good, and it's right. something I've started doing recently because I would always read texts, mm-hmm. and then when you hit a light, I'd try to respond. But you know what? And Murphy, I'm taking a little cut out of your book here too what's that is the um what do you talk to text oh yeah i've actually voice to text yeah yeah, i've actually started using that lately you do it right you have to speak like this period if if i do it and it comes back screwed up i was like no i'll just put it down to later it's not that important murphy do you put it down to later or do you just repeat it a hundred times no, I mean, if I've I can't answer you. to that moment, the reason I don't, I don't even want to read it. It needs to show unread for me or I'll forget to respond. The nice. thing is, I, I, I cannot handle text the way that email is. At least email I can go back and follow up on. If somebody sends me a text and I read it and a few <clears throat> hours go by, I've, I, I'm, I'm forgetting. Right. It. Well, yeah. that's what's happening to me in my effort to not do. I don't want to be that. There's no peace and always jumping at your phone you're right you do have to do a certain amount of it for work and for your professional success but in the afternoon the girls are my focus and they need to be with all that they need and do and i need the time to stop by the way answering um, it but i keep getting these texts that i'm not answering because uh, of that ios the (laughs) apple system is Mm -hmm. now trying out a beta version of uh voice to text on their voicemail and Murphy, you called me yesterday afternoon and left me a message. Yeah. And so now you can actually read them and see if if it's working correctly. You can see there were there were a lot of gaps. So I kind of gathered from your message and reading the bait, the voice to text that you kind of wanted to talk, but it wasn't. So you're important. reading and the I, transcription of it, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I called him back because I wasn't really sure based on the beta version. Whether, Not really sure what that said. Yeah, I can do what. Okay. Well, I, I, I use an app for that. It's it's an Android app, and I actually pay a small subscription fee for it, but mm-hmm. it's incredibly accurate. It gives you the first 25 seconds of the message, and it nice. suits it to your email. So that way, oh, cool. it's very convenient to, yeah, right, Man. You have to stop, listen convenient to Convenient to put things off till later. Well, I got a text from uh, our former producer, Emily, yesterday. I got a text from your cousin, Katie Murphy, about some Christmas stuff, and yeah. I completely have, I need to get on this. Not this early. But I need to start, you know, replying back to people. Yeah, look, everybody knows you've got to respond to Katie, just so that you know. Okay, you got that's it. The family rule. You got it. All right, coming up today, more of your real life ghost stories. Man, we're talking creepy or sweet. We have gotten so many good ones. Keep them coming. It's what we do leading up to Halloween. Um, and I've got your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning coming up next. Samuel L. Jackson teaches us all to act. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. One of your favorites, Murphy, Samuel L. Jackson, is teaching an online acting class. What do we want from you? Nuh-uh. What do you want from me? You have become a problem, a problem I have to deal with. Contrary to your belief, you are not the center of my universe. Yeah, I, I have bigger problems than you in the Southwest region to deal with. He is so good, is he not? I, would, I don't care what movie he's in when he's talking. I know. You, you just want to hear it to see he what he says. He has your total attention. And I, a lot of that's God-given, okay? It's the way he is, the way he naturally carries himself, and his natural God-given voice. However, he knows how to hone his craft. You know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. So he's doing one of these master class things. 20, and you can buy it. Anybody can do it. 20 video sessions. For him, it's for how how to break down a script, 
leverage your voice. He's going to teach you how to embody characters, improve your your auditioning skills, and collaborate within the industry. That's pretty cool. Those you know what? I've seen takeaways. one like showing up on my Facebook feed every now and then. That's a Martin Scorsese oh. masterclass. Yeah, Steve Martin's doing one too. That's true. So this is kind of a popular thing now. Well, it is. I mean, there are singers who do it. Who you know, if you're if singing is something you want and want to do and you don't want to you've already taken regular vocal lessons it's just master class people who have mastered their craft teaching you what they know and it's a money maker for them it's a one-time cost of a 90 dollar fee mm-hmm. but 90 dollars for 20 video work sessions with samuel l jackson which i guess you get to keep forever like if you want to go back to the part about auditioning watch it again and again would you uh think that samuel jackson is one of those people though that everything's going to kind of come off the same way I don't. I oh. think he has a lot more he just, tricks in I his just bag. Think of what he says all the time, and it's always in that way. You can't wait to hear what he's going to say. Well, that's like I said, part of that's God given and, how, yeah. and who he is. We should do a Murphy, Sam, and Jody master class. You know, Sam could do a thing on how to be sarcastic. You know? uh, uh, I hey, sh- someone subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, I want to throw this out. This is funny. You know, everything gets a live action these days. But if it's something your kids once loved. Dora the Explorer is getting the live action treatment. I love Dora the Explorer. That reminds me of when Taylor, Taylor was little, our oldest daughter. Yeah. Taylor watched Dora a good little bit, and we loved it. Um, Nick Stoller's writing the script, and Michael Bay is producing the live action. No casting, casting has happened yet. Okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up next, we'd love to hear from you. Your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, David? Yes, Renee has come up with the cutest baby Halloween costume idea that we've heard yet this year. We do hear from you a lot, and we love to. 877-310-4675. You can also reach us on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Renee sent in an idea that she's doing for her her daughter. Um, This is her first Halloween as a parent, and she's super excited. Oh, so this is a baby. Oh, yeah. Seven months old. Renee says, Fun. My daughter is seven months old and is in a star band cranial helmet for a few months. So, since she has to wear her pink helmet, she will be going as a roller doter. Derby girl. Oh, that is so cute. (laughs) Yes. She says she'll wear purple leggings, a silver tutu, and I'm making roller skates out of some cute little high top shoes with wheels glued onto them. Oh my Uh, gosh. uh, uh, I love it. I like the tutu. Smart mom, good mom, and it's fun when your kids are that little because you get to pick Halloween. (laughs) All the way. (laughs) I always think the newborns and the young kids are always the cutest costumes. Mm -hmm. I love it. Thank you, Renee. Thank you. And Lori says, hey, guys, I love your show. Thank you, Lori. Thanks. I agree with you all on what you said on Halloween etiquette. However, keep in mind the special needs kids. My four-year-old grandson is autistic and nonverbal. Mm-hmm. He can't say trick or treat or thank you, but he loves the excitement of it all. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We were talking yeah. about Halloween etiquette and how you're supposed to teach your kids to say trick or treat. Yeah. So that they will say it instead of just walking up. But I guess, I guess those... Kids will have moms or older siblings trick or treating with them mm-hmm. yeah. to kind of explain. Well, I think the ones that you know get you know shy about it. Is when you're a teenager, you kind of become too cool for the room, so you don't feel like saying trick or treat anymore. You know what I mean? Well, I guess you know if I, I guess that is the case. We haven't handed out candy in so long, Murphy. I'm ready to do it again, but we're always out, you know, with the mm-hmm. other families and the kids trick or treating. Do you do the honor bowl while you're out? I don't. Yeah, 
I don't. I've done the Honor Bowl a couple years, <laughs> and it just seems to disappear. Well, I I, you know, the last time we did an Honor Bowl, I wanted to actually put a time-lapse camera on it and see how long it took for the candy to disappear. Oh! Why didn't you, we? And then you go around the neighborhood to those kids who took too much candy. <laughs> no. And do nothing. It's not about the follow-up. I've got video proof. We should do the time-lapse. Yeah. That would be cool. Thank you, Renee. Thank you, Lori, for reaching out. That's something we had not thought of, and you are correct. Appreciate you, and hit us up anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, guys, when you're in a bad mood, I'm going to tell you coming up, one of the best things that a man can do to get in a better mood, to change his own mood. Guessing this doesn't involve alcohol, right? <laughs> um, no. Okay, just We're, making sure. No. Okay, guys, I want to know if you can think off the top of your head, and I know you're not quick at that, Sam, sorry, um, of anything... Why that, me? Both of you. Um, anything that changes your mood quickly. Music. Uh, the Murphy vote is for music. Okay, what about you, Sam? Puppy dogs. Puppy dogs? What? Really? I've never heard you say that. You can be... You can. I okay, agree. You, you know can, me. You park the store, and you're going to... You park a car, and you're going to the store, and you're in a wah, wah, wah mood, and you just see a bunch of puppy dogs. Are you saying dogs or like just little puppies? little dogs? Are you being specific to pups? Dogs. Good. Just dogs. Well, well a puppy is a puppy. Are yeah. you kidding me? Our dogs are like therapy to us. People think we're crazy to have four dogs, but it's like... It makes our ha- our ha- home happier, because we think. dogs like you no matter what, and it's just like... It's so nice to have that... I don't care who you are. It's true. I'm going to smile and lick you. Don't even yeah. get me started on that. But as Good much guess. as I love my dogs, music is still my favorite. What are you getting at, Joe? I'm getting at this, something that you guys maybe have not thought about. They've done some research on it, and a men's magazine is reporting. And I can report that I've seen this happening. You just don't realize it, Murphy, that when a man changes clothes and puts on important clothes or dressy clothes or things that he feels good in or feels more accomplished in, feels better immediately it's a mood changer really so and i've seen you stand up a little straighter even be more authoritative if you will when you put on your good dress shirts or your jacket Maybe, you know, i don't know there's something to that yes yeah, remember when we went to uh that conference a couple months ago yes uh yes, and actually i bought a sport coat for this conference and mm. some nice pants <laughs> As opposed yeah. to the jeans. Yeah. When I was putting that on in the hotel room, you it's felt, like, hmm, I feel yeah. good. And I think this is a secret that women have known for ages. From the time I started caring about what I was wearing, which was very young, actually, yeah. I experienced it for the first time in church, the first time I was allowed to wear heels. I was like, oh, this is also about a feeling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so men are kind of finally putting it together that you, you, you if you're perceived as I don't know it makes you feel more important more together there was a book 25 years ago called Dress for Success you know that kind of talked about that that it improved your mood and all that too of course you know know you have that that. you probably have it so this would then explain why I don't feel so great when I'm wearing nothing but a tank and a pair of gym shorts right yeah (laughs) not feeling too powerful although you need to wear what you are comfortable in in the moment I believe in that but just learn how what you wear how it makes you feel use it to your advantage Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, more of your ghost stories, real-life ghost stories. We love the sweet, even the scary, okay? Bring them on. And we, when we miss the calls, you're leaving voicemails. We love it. So some of your voicemails coming up next. We love hearing from you, especially with your real-life ghost stories. 877-310-4675. We've had a lot of people say you know it may sound crazy and i just want you to know that i believe you if you're going to call us and tell us something like this is significant in your life 
I do believe you. Oh, um, and, I do too. And when we don't, um, we're not able to get to every single call. If it's busy or whatever, it rolls over to voicemail. So yeah, we check the voicemail. In fact, let's do some of that now. Hi, um, my grandson was about three years old when we moved in and he started talking to the ceiling and I asked him why. And he pointed up at his fan and said, guys, we lived right across the street from Branca's National Cemetery. So I could just imagine who it was he was talking to. But after that, he kept asking us to set a plate at the table for an imaginary friend. (laughs) So um, that's our ghost story for the day wow. y'all have a great one thank, thank you. you i love thank it thank you, you for leaving the voicemail i love that yeah as long as the kid's not scared seems the you. only one that questions on okay. occasion okay <laughs> <laughs> let's check some more voicemail. Another one. hi i have a ghost story for you um i was sitting on the couch with my dog and you know how children are very perceptive to spirits or mm-hmm. people my dog started growling and I mm. couldn't understand why and then I smelled this odor very pungent mm. and it reminded me of my ex-husband and I said if this is you leave don't ever come back mm. and three days later I found out that he had passed away on that exact day oh, I love you what? guys I really enjoy listening to your show thanks for all you do Wow, thank you for the voicemail. What, what are you laughing at? So the, the dog smelled the ex-husband, too. Yeah. yeah just I mean, it kind of reinforces it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, dogs have a very heightened sense of smell. What's up, Jimmy? <laughs> okay, look, thank you for that. This is, this is why freaky. they don't bring Sam on those shows that you see on the Discovery Channel. You know? Actually, you're the one that needs the most convincing, it sounds <laughs> yeah. like, Sam. Everything's a cartoon. Oh. Look, we do love hearing from you. Um, get us your real-life ghost story, sweet or scary. Eight seven seven three one zero four msj Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Some private stuff being revealed from Harry Connick Jr. and his wife, Jill Goodacre. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Did you hear this story about Harry Connick Jr. and his wife, Jill Goodacre? Oh, come on. No, it's not bad. Okay, good. You, oh, you're worried they're getting divorced? Well, that's, one, that's no. the only stories we ever hear anymore. No, not from these guys. They've been together for a long time. I think I'd have to take a day off from work if that happened. I would be so sad. Just kidding. Okay, so supermodel Jill Goodacre, who's also Mrs. Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. They've been married for a very long time. They have three children, two of them grown. Yeah. Grown women. Um, Jill Goodacre recently revealed that she's been battling breast cancer and has been battling it for the past five years. So she's, you know, five years in remission and finally finally ready to tell this story so she's talking all about it her diagnosis and the surgeries and the radiation and even some medication that she had to go on that it caused her to gain some weight mm-hmm. and that being difficult for her you know because it messed with her self-esteem not only is she dealing with cancer but right. and she talks about how hey the hardest part was telling their children mm-hmm. but that she's doing better and wants to tell her story again I'm diving right in I'm gonna try to learn as much as I can because every woman's diagnosis story is very different mm-hmm. and so every single story that's shared even down to the minute details I think is really good really good info but and and of course he has the quote no matter what um, she's still the most beautiful woman in the world to me she is oh hair hair Yes, yeah, she is. And Harry, 
How, how lovely. How lovely is that? And we love that. You know, and it just goes to show that in Hollywood, you can keep things personal. You don't have to blab about everything. I mean, yeah. if, if they've had this diagnosis for five years. And they've been able to keep it. Right. And what's funny is they, they also must have really good people around them because they, right. they didn't blab, of course. This is super important. This is her life, not just Hollywood. But they must have really good people around them because doctors, nurses, all the people that they had to have helping them, no one else blabbed about mm-hmm. it, which is absolutely lovely. You're right, Sam. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, some new relationships in Hollywood like Emma Stone, who she's dating, and what Gwen Stefani wants for Christmas from Blake Shelton. <laughs> up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Hey, Sam, here's something you'll appreciate that Murphy did last night. Hello. You'll Anyway, I'm... What? what? What's hello? <laughs> what, what do you want to hear? He scooped dog poop in the yard? I took out the garbage. Ooh. No, no, no. Okay, so I'm... We're about to go to bed, and I'm laying in bed, and I'm reading my book. I'm reading It by Stephen oh, King. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm laying Phoebe's on... Phoebe's right next to you. Phoebe had crawled in. Yeah, to, she was reading a little bit, too. I'm laying on my stomach, facing away from him, and I'm at this part, which... It's a scary book, no matter what. He walks up. I don't hear that he's behind me. And he grabs my foot. <laughs> but lightly, it scared me. I was like, you are, Gee, I am jump. reading a book and I'm at a scary part. I had no idea you were at a scary part of the book, but well, that does make it funny. Anyway, I just thought you would appreciate that, Sam, because yeah. that's not like you to do that to me. I know. You know, my dad always did that kind of stuff. Yeah. My dad was the one, if you were standing and we were all looking at something in the sky, he'd sneak up behind you and tap the back of your calf or something like that. Or, or something light, like a light touch I, I was telling my, I mean, Jody the other night, my mother, I was telling Jody the other night um, how if we were doing something with the hose, like cleaning the driveway or something like that, <laughs> my dad, would, without knowing, he'd go back there and kink the hose and stop the water flow, and you're sitting there looking like, what happened, what happened? Right, you know. He was always the practical joker like that as a kid. He still does it today. That is a classical dad trick. Yeah, yeah. The kink in the hose because you know the kids if they're young enough and they they haven't fallen for it enough they're going to look at the hose and say what's wrong (laughs) that's all for dad's enjoyment and rightly so and Um, so thank you i'm glad you enjoyed it i'm glad sam got to enjoy it but not while i'm reading it anymore please but you did you had that cute jody smile so it couldn't have been too bad i'm assuming right you scared me at first and then i thought it was cute hey look before we mention to you what's coming up uh, we want to pay a a quick tribute to a a, a big loss in the music world yesterday fats domino you know Mm. sam of course straight from new orleans yeah rock and roll legend er, you know the 1950s he was in it all over american bandstand my dad uh, you know of course that's my dad's music and um, my dad actually had to meet him, Sam, when he was in a band in, in high school. Your dad was in a yeah, band? Yeah, Fats, Fats Domino gave him some tips. He oh. wasn't in Fats Domino's band, but he met Fats Domino and cool. gave him some tips. So that's Super my only cool. brush with greatness. <laughs> you saw him in concert many times. No, I haven't. I've only seen him once in concert. I thought a lot. The second time I was supposed to see him, but he got sick, and so they brought in Lionel Richie instead. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, okay. Fats Domino passed away yesterday at 89. All right, coming up this hour, more of your real-life ghost stories. We have some spooky ones on the way and sweet. 877-310-4MSJ. And some music news next, why Kelly Clarkson might be the new queen of Christmas. 
Tom's got music news. This Christmas is shaping up to be pretty awesome as far as all the music goes. We got Sia with a Christmas album, and Gwen Stefani's got a Christmas album. Mm-hmm. And did you know, and even Mariah Carey has a new song coming out. Yes. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson has a new Christmas song coming out to accompany her new children's book, and this one is awesome. I'm I love Kelly Clarkson. She just seems like the coolest person if you met her. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Just she's normal, average. She's right? also wide open about things that she struggles with. She did this whole piece this week about how trying to be skinny in the entertainment industry almost killed her. Yeah. And she just finally said, you know, forget it. I'm not a skinny girl. I'm she's not going to be. You know? And I like the fact that, you know, she was one of those people that stood up to the industry early on after winning Idol. Yeah. And said, no, stood this, up to Clive, yeah, and said, this is the music I'm going to put out, like it or not. And she's still where she is today. Yep. You know, she wrote the kids song, the kids book for her, uh, her baby River Rose. Mm-hmm. She's done a follow up called River Rose and the Magical Christmas. And if you buy the book, you get this song called Christmas Eve right there. Nice. That comes along with the booklet. So it's really kind of cool. Nice. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if you caught this one the other day, a couple weeks ago, Jody, on SNL with the new season back. But um, a lot of times they like to do uh, what they called cold opens. Yes, instead of the, the comic who's hosting coming out and doing a spiel and doing start. their stand-up. And Jason Aldean came out and did the cold open. Now, the reason it was important is Jason had uh, been one of the ones involved in that Las Vegas shooting. He well, was on stage. He was on stage. Oh, that's right. And he had basically taken off, and he came back and did this nice speech as a cold open on Saturday Night Live about you know what it felt for him to be there at the time. And then part of that was the same week we lost uh, Tom Petty. And so right out of the speech, he went into a Tom Petty song. Totally missed this. Yeah. And it was just like crystal clear, awesome, perfect performance of Won't Back Down. And so sure enough, the folks at Saturday Night Live have obviously saved it. And they're going to release this one uh, for the Direct Impact Fund to help out victims nice. of the Las Vegas shooting. Good. That's, that's awesome. I love it. So you can just grab it now. Yeah, they're you can go grab it off it all the websites, and uh, a portion of the proceeds are going to go to the uh, victims of the Las Vegas shooting. Excellent. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Coming up, more real-life ghost stories. What do we have, David? I have Kim on the phone. She's got a really good Civil War ghost story, and she's Ooh. super excited to tell you about it. What's your real-life ghost story? What's happened to you, scary or sweet? Let us know, 877-310-4MSJ. What about you, Kim? Oh, my gosh. Am I really on air? This is so cool. Oh, my gosh. So, do you have a a scary ghost story? (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay, okay. So, my husband and I have been married for 18 years, and Mm -hmm. when we first got married, uh, it was about a year after we rented a house. Um, We live in Virginia, so there's a lot of old Confederate-type Mm-hmm. Houses that used to be different things back uh-huh. in the Civil War. Oh, yes. We rented a house. It was a two story house. Mm-hmm. It had been an old Civil War hospital at one point. Oh, and we didn't know. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. I got to sit up straighter for <laughs> yeah. this. Stop right there. No, no, don't stop. I'm just going to yeah. prepare myself. I'm sit holding on tight. Huh. Yeah. Uh, my husband is very big into ghosts. Like, he can go into buildings or houses or whatnot and tell sort of if there's something there. So when um, we moved in that Christmas, um, our tree was up, and one morning, about 2 o'clock in the morning, it fell over mm. in the middle of the living room for no apparent reason. That, that That's weird. And, yeah, and, and then sad. the main one, mm-hmm. um, 
my husband was in bed one morning uh, with his back to the door, and I had already left for work, so he heard someone coming up the stairs and opened the bedroom door, and so he thought it was me that I was coming back because I forgot something. Sure. And he started to roll over, and he could tell, like, by his head that there was, like, a little boy. And when he went to look at it, it made some kind of funky, like, noise and then just, like, ran out. What? Uh, uh, uh -uh. There had originally been a blood stain on the floor, Mm. and the people that owned the house put carpet over top of it, and Uh, the blood stain uh, would come through the carpet. uh, uh, Did you try to clean clean it? it? Yeah. It it was, it's pretty, pretty intense. How long did you live there? Probably a year. Pretty, pretty weird. Pretty yeah. creepy. All right. It's always with the old house. Thank yeah. you, Kim. Oh, you're welcome. I love your show. I listen every morning. <laughs> we appreciate that. That is crazy. It's creepy. 877-310-4MSJ for more real-life ghost stories. Keep them coming. Yeah, sure. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, here's something good for you, Jody. I'm going to tell you about uh, something that you've been telling me you've been doing with your kids forever. Okay, Sam. Just started doing it with my 14-year-old Jackson, and he is awesome. To make it convenient for you, because you know we know that mornings are crazy, listen whenever you want to on your schedule, on your device, for the, with the uh, Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Yep, no it's matter free. what state or country you're in either. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, subscribe absolutely free. And by the way, uh, we also do something called After the Show, which is something exclusively you get in the podcast. And today, the legendary Fats Domino passed away at the age of 89. Rock and roll pioneer, one of the first guys to make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Even though I know it's kind of old school music, my dad had a brush with greatness with him, Sam, that I don't think I've ever told you about. Mm. It was really, really cool. And so we'll do that and celebrate his life in the After the Show podcast today. Uh, Jody, I got to do some uh, shout out to you. Yeah, props here, I guess, for something that you've been doing. And you've told us about this for a long time that you do with your girls, Taylor and Phoebe, when you pick them up from school in the afternoon. Okay. Uh, and I, and yeah. I've never really done this with my kids, is that you have talk time with them. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I just, you know, my kids have always sat in the back seat and, mm-hmm. you know. If I talk to them, they're lucky. Um, oh, really? Sam. You've been the silent driver all these years? I, that, I can believe that. That's It's okay. fresh. Carpool time, it's like this regular routine you get in and you think of the, just the function of it, but it is time together. Uh, anyway, um, I'm doing this new situation or uh, I guess whatever with new Jackson schedule. now. Schedule where I'm picking Jackson up at school instead of waiting for the bus to come to the house. Yeah. And so he wants to sit in the front seat with me. So of it's course. like, hey, you know, I'm going to start talking to Jackson and see what's going on here. Awesome. How school was. I even did that one where you say, uh, was school good today? And you get, yeah. And then I was like, you know what, Jackson? What's the question I should ask you to make you say more than just yes or no? Yeah. And he goes, ask me how school was today or what I did at school. Yeah. What did and you do? So Don't ask I, what did you learn? No, no. What I, happened so at school today? So I did today? that and, you yeah. know, all of a sudden all kinds of stuff comes out and we're talking about stuff we've never talked about before. Yes. I can't discuss all of that here, but uh, there are things that we're <laughs> just yeah. talking about. It's like, wow, this is fun. Yeah, Taylor has uh, started a new school this year, and that's been, you know, an adjustment period for her. And so I pick her up every afternoon, and I'm in the car with her for about 30 minutes before mm-hmm. we even get Phoebe on most days. And so it's really important time to me. Yeah. Like, there are other options for her to, to ride home, but I pick her up so that we can we do the one-on-one. Right. It's my favorite time because, you know, even when they're together, you're in different conversations than you're in with one-on-one. Mm-hmm. One-on-one I mean, is better, cool. truly, for each kid, but if it's not it's not always possible. Right. No. And look, it's not always great. 
You're all, you're not always hearing stuff you're dying to hear, right. but it's still right. good stuff. Yeah. Glad to hear it, Sammy. Yeah, and I can always get him that extra sp- uh, shot of espresso before I drop him at his mom's. Sweet. Anyway. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. More of your real-life ghost stories, right, David? Yeah, Amanda's on the phone, and she has a visitor that's been, well, visiting her child, but it's a good one. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, like us there and follow along. Also, more of your real life ghost stories now, 877-310-4MSJ. Amanda, what's yours? Um, about four years ago, I was pregnant with our first child, mm-hmm. and I was eight months pregnant when we moved into our new house mm-hmm. that we um, had looked for for a long time. Yeah. And shortly after we moved in, my daughter, our daughter was born, Clara. Nice. And, you know, when you have a newborn and an infant, you're up all night doing feedings and yes. falling back to sleep and feedings and falling back to sleep. Right. Periodically, when I would be in her nursery rocking her back to sleep, I would hear heavy footsteps coming down the hallway. Mm. And um, But no one would ever come to the nursery. So I started telling my husband, you know, I'm sorry I woke you up last night. You know, were you coming to check on me and just decided not to? And he said, no, absolutely not. I was sound asleep. Right. This happened periodically for about eight months until Clara finally started to sleep through the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I vividly remember... When she finally started to sleep through the night, I woke up one night, and in our bedroom next to our bed was the baby monitor that had a video camera on Oh, my gosh. And in the middle of the night, I woke up as if she had been crying. But Mm -hmm. when I woke up and looked at the baby monitor, she wasn't crying. She was asleep. Mm -hmm. And in the glow of the baby monitor was this old woman's face. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. But thing, though, about it was it Mm -hmm. was not scary. It was kind of comforting. I've never seen this woman before, whether in person or in pictures. She was made very put up very well her hair was nice like mm-hmm. she had just been to the salon right. and all she was doing was just staring she was expressionless yeah. so really? it didn't scare me at all because at first i'm like oh it's the old lady who's been walking, walking around checking yes. on my baby when she cries and now that she's sleeping through the night she has nothing to do right. <laughs> she wanted to be around babies she we- likes babies <sighs> and here's okay. the Here's the thing why, it's not just because it's Halloween while I'm thinking about this, but my husband and I are expecting again. Mm. Oh, congrats. So, I wonder if the old lady's going to come back when number two comes along in June. (laughs) Are you in the same house? (laughs) We are in the same house, and we've not experienced anything since that. I think there's something up to it that they can, these spirits or whatever, can somehow interact with the babies Mm-hmm. effortlessly, which is why we hear about this so much. Yeah. And that is Clara very has sweet. never spoken about a woman or anything in the house. So sure. I really feel that she is at peace and has moved on or mm-hmm. she's just waiting for number two to come along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, Amanda. And let us know. 877-310-4MSJ for your real life ghost stories. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. We've got Emma Stone's new boyfriend and Gwen Stefani's Chris Christmas wish. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We got Emma Stone news. So happy for her since she won an Academy Award last year. This year, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Or last year for La La Land. Pretty strange that we keep running into each other. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Maybe I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. Oh, Maybe she's so not. special. She's a that girl whole who... movie. That was just a, a breath of it's fresh It's a nice, air. different sort of was, fantasy. It wasn't Hollywood. It was different. I mean, it was Hollywood. It was Hollywood, but, but it's very, very, yeah. very different. Yeah, if you've never seen it, go... 
catch it. So Emma Stone won for that. She's a girl who headed to Hollywood after making a PowerPoint presentation once <laughs> when she was growing up for her family about why she needed to go yeah. to Hollywood and take that shot. Um, she had been attached to and dated for a long time Andrew Garfield. They were a, a sweet little couple. Well, they, they were have, in that Spider-Man movie together. They've not been together for quite a while, but apparently she's been, since the summer, dating um, a Saturday Night Live writer. And she's not the only one. You're aware of that, really? Sam? Uh, his name is Dave McCary, and they she was on SNL. Huh. Like last year at one point, they met, he wrote a skit for her, and they've been dating and keeping it on the down low ever since. That must be the place to be. Because, it is. Um, Thank you very much. What's-her-face was dating... Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, she was dating... Uh, What's-her-beautiful face? <laughs> I, what's his name? He's one of the hosts of the Weekend Update. Yes. She's dated him. His name is Colin Jost. And then... Um, Ben Affleck has been dating someone who works on the set of SNL. So it is the place where you meet everybody. (laughs) Sorry, Jody, I got to (laughs) go. You got to go away and take it away. Okay, let's talk about somebody else that you love. Are we all just in love with Gwen Stefani, who has Christmas music coming soon? Santa baby, slip a sable under the I guess it's already available. Oh, yeah, it's already charting. It's already charting, but you're not hearing it everywhere yet. But, oh, it's coming. Probably not long after next week. So Gwen Stefani, who is famously dating Blake Shelton. The world seems to love this couple. Mm-hmm. I, I really love them, too. You know, she has three sons, and he's very involved in their their life, too. Yeah. Apparently, they're wanting a baby together. Oh, okay. He doesn't have any children of his own, and she would like to make that happen for him. Apparently, well, he's his own child. Certainly possible. Um, she's 48 years old, so if they're going to have a child together, they're going to want to get on that soon. Yeah. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 830 Jennifer Lopez making some big moves in her life, and those around them think that she and A-Rod may be getting married soon. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Thank you for starting your day with us. And uh, look, you can always follow what's going on all day long. We don't want you to miss anything. If you haven't liked us on Facebook, you know, maybe you go to the Facebook page, but you haven't liked the page yet. Do that so you can get alerts. Know when we go Facebook Live. Or just like us, please. <laughs> I go to the page often, but I refuse to like it. <laughs> but we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and of course, you can always reach out at 877-310-4MSJ. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. I just want to tell you this quickie. It's an opportunity today for free food. Okay, uh, okay. all on board with that. Uh, P.F. Chang's is giving away free sushi today. Wh- One what's roll. the occasion? I don't know. I have looked all over the Google for this, and I can't find the reason. They did this last year and the year before, but if you go into P.F. Chang's today, you have to eat in. And one per person, and you can bring 10 people, and everybody can have all their free free sushi. Yeah, there's just like two or three different kinds that you can choose from. You walk into P.F. Chang's, you say, I want my free sushi. They give you the free sushi. Wow. I cannot find a reason why. Maybe they're just trying to let the world know they have sushi also. Yeah. Is that sort of the deal? Because I don't know that they always did do sushi, Mm -mm. and I'd have a tough time going in there and not getting some lo mein, some fried rice. Mm, Those lettuce wraps. Mm. The ridiculously large chocolate cake they serve for dessert. Yeah, but you got to stick to the free sushi today. So there's your lunch plans taken care of. The wontons. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. You're always letting us know about that. I like it a lot. the food dude. I like it a lot. Um, eat, drink, and be scary. Don't forget about that. That's uh, at murphysamandjody.com. It's for all weekend. It's for trick-or-treat night. Little things that you can make and whip up that's, you know, easy and fun for the kids. Even like the dirt cakes and the, you know, cemetery cakes. and All the good names for these cakes. All the scary stuff. <laughs> and we also have witch's brew there. Pumpkin yeah. bread as well. 
um, eat, drink, and be scary. Check out the recipes online. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. In a little bit, the number one thing that men can do to change and improve their mood, and it's probably not one you've thought of, guys. Okay. We'll do that. Okay. Uh, And also, excuse me, coming up uh, next, if you are fanatical about following your package from the moment you order it online to when it shows up in your house, boy, do I have something for you next. All right, so I'm still geeking out after all these years, you know, being on Amazon of, of you know, being able to track. And it's not just Amazon. You can track any package anywhere, anytime once mm-hmm. you buy it online, right? Typically, yeah. they just kind of have it integrated into the, you know, Amazon site. And, uh, and Sam, you had mentioned a few weeks ago about Amazon and this uh, Alexa connection between their new cloud cam system. Well, actually, I don't, you didn't mention the cloud cam, but you talked about this whole thing that's going to allow somebody, Amazon, to just go in your house, put your package inside the door. Remember that? Uh, yeah, so, they, so you don't have port. And it, the, the phrase right. they have is called porch pirates. Yes. Right? If people and, are stealing stuff off your porch, that way the Amazon would, person will get a one-time use only code. They plug it into your door. Boom. They go in, put the packages down, then they're out. Right. But they don't plug it into your door. The way that it works is really cool. The only reason I know this is because apparently I got one of those little pop-up things. You know, it showed oh. up in my Facebook feed. Um, and it's it, they call it an Amazon key. And it's, it's a, you know, there are two types of compatible locks that go with it. And then the app. And so... Through however this works electronically, there's an e-key, basically. The mm-hmm. only people that can open the door are those that you've permission to do it. Right. So if you're allowing the carrier, you know, who's delivering the package to do that, they can open the door and put it inside, close the door right back. Or, you know, anybody that comes to your house, if you have somebody looking after your pets when you're on vacation or whatever. Oh, I you never know? thought of that. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. and, and look, it's, it's not a brand new technology. The technology's been around for a while. Some security systems have been, you know, using it. But the it's part of the Amazon Cloud Cam and so they're rolling this whole thought. It's like Amazon showing up everywhere, you know? <laughs> but it's part of a bigger package where you can use the camera. You can talk back and forth through the camera to whoever's there. You can yeah. open the door, you know, and, and it's how cool is that? But yeah. I do, I do kind of like the idea now of if, unfortunately, if these package stealings still become a bigger problem, that you can at least have it delivered inside your door mm-hmm. if you want to and you're comfortable with that. The only thing is it's not available in every city right now. It's only available like in the top... 45 cities in the country right now biggest right. metros places, yeah. right exactly and so it's not in, in, in small towns yet but I, you know, I guess it, eventually it'll be everywhere mm-hmm. what do you think Jody would you like another piece of electronics at our home not really <laughs> but I don't want my stuff stolen so there's the dilemma no more porch pirates are coming up next with Murphy, Sam and Jody right, a mood changer something that works for men to improve their mood they don't even realize it you guys might not tell you about it next Okay, guys, I want to know if you can think off the top of your head, and I know you're not quick at that, Sam, sorry, um, of anything... Why that, me? Both of you. Um, anything that changes your mood quickly. Music. Uh, the Murphy vote is for music. Okay, what about you, Sam? Puppy dogs. Puppy dogs? What? Really? I've never heard you say that. You can be... You can. I you agree. Can, you, you know me. You park the store, and you're going to... You park a car, and you're going to the store, and you're in a wah, wah, wah mood, and you just see a bunch of puppy dogs. Are you saying dogs or like just little puppies? Bitty dogs? Are you being specific to pups? Dogs. Good. dogs. Well, well a puppy is a puppy. Are you yeah. kidding me? Our dogs are like therapy to us. People think we're crazy to have four dogs, but it's like... It makes our, ha- our home happier, because we think. dogs like you no matter what, and it's just like... It's so nice to have that... I don't care who you are. It's true. I'm going to smile and lick you. Don't even yeah. get me started on that. But as Good much as guess. I love my dogs, music is still my favorite. What are you getting at, Joe? I'm getting at this, something that you guys maybe have not thought about. They've done some research on it, and a men's magazine is reporting. And I can report that I've seen this happening. You just don't realize it, Murphy, that when a man 
changes clothes and puts on important clothes or dressy clothes or things that he feels good in or feels more accomplished in feels better immediately it's a mood changer really so and i've seen you stand up a little straighter even be more authoritative if you will when you put on your good dress shirts or your jacket you know i don't know there's something to that Yes. Yeah, remember when we went to uh, that conference a couple months ago? Yes. Uh, yes and actually, I bought a sport coat for this conference mm-hmm. and some nice pants. <laughs> As opposed yeah. to the jeans. Yeah. When I was putting that on in the hotel room, you it's felt, like, hmm, I feel yeah. good. And I think this is a secret that women have known for ages. From the time I started caring about what I was wearing, which was very young, actually, yeah. I experienced it for the first time in church, the first time I was allowed to wear heels. I was like, oh, this is also about a feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so men are kind of finally putting it together that you, you, you if you're perceived as, I don't know, it makes you feel more but, important, look, there, more together. There was a book 25 years ago called Dress for Success, you know, that kind of talked about that, that it improved your mood and all that, too. Of course, you know, of course I know you there's have a book that. Kind of that. You probably and, have it. So this would then explain why I don't feel so great when I'm wearing nothing but a tank and a pair of gym shorts, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not feeling too powerful. Although you need to wear what you are comfortable in in the moment. Yeah. I believe in that. But just learn how what you wear, how it makes you feel. So mm. Use it to your advantage. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Why everyone around um, J-Lo and A-Rod think they're about to get married. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So you think Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod are going to get married? Oh, yeah. They've been together for eight months. She loves marriage. She loves to get married. She loves being in love. Aren't they looking for a place together They're looking for places together. She's got her Madison Square Park penthouse on the market right now. Me too. He's including her in a lot of his business ventures, which insiders close to him say... It's more about that. If he's including you in his work and his money-making ventures, Mm -hmm. which he should because she can help with that for sure, that it looks like they may be tying the knot maybe even before the end of the year. Both families love the match. The children all dig it together. Well, his kids love the fact that they get to hang out with J-Lo. Exactly. <laughs> My thing is, though, isn't he a player? Isn't he? Hasn't he always had multiple no, women retired. at the same time? You hear me? Just I'm not looking for him for him to hurt her. Uh, looks like though they're headed to the altar. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, like us there and follow along. Also, more of your real-life ghost stories now, 877-310-4MSJ. Amanda, what's yours? Um, About four years ago, I was pregnant with our first child, Mm -hmm. and I was eight Mm -hmm. months pregnant when we moved into our new house Mm -hmm. that we um, had looked for for a long time. And shortly after we moved in, my daughter, our daughter was born, Clara. Nice. And, you know, when you have a newborn and an infant, you're up all night doing feedings and falling back to sleep and feedings and falling back to sleep. Right. Periodically, when I would be in her nursery rocking her back to sleep, I would hear heavy footsteps coming down the hallway. Mm. And um, But no one would ever come to the nursery. So I started telling my husband, you know, I'm sorry I woke you up last night. You know, were you coming to check on me and just decided not to? And he said, no, absolutely not. I was sound asleep. Right. This happened periodically for about eight months until Clara finally started to sleep through the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I vividly remember... When she finally started to sleep through the night, I woke up one night, and in our bedroom next to our bed was the baby monitor that had a video camera on it. Oh, my gosh. And in the middle of the night, I woke up, 
as if she had been crying. Mm-hmm. But when I woke up and looked at the baby monitor, she wasn't crying. She was asleep. Mm-hmm. And in the glow of the baby monitor was this old woman's face. Oh, my oh, God. Really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. But thing, though, about it was it mm-hmm. was not scary. It sure. was kind of comforting. Sure. I've never seen this woman before, whether in person or right. in pictures. She was made very, put up very well. Her hair was nice, like mm-hmm. she had just been to the salon. Right. And all she was doing was just staring. She was expressionless. Yeah. So really? it didn't scare me at all because at first I'm like, oh, it's the old lady who's been walking, walking. around, checking yes. on my baby when she cries. And now that she's sleeping through the night, she has nothing to do. Right. <laughs> she wanted to be around babies. She we- likes babies. <sighs> and here's okay. the Here's the thing why, it's not just because it's Halloween while I'm thinking about this, but my husband and I are expecting again. Mm. Oh, congrats. So, I wonder if the old lady's going to come back when number two comes along in June. (laughs) Are you in the same house? (laughs) We are in the same house, and we've not experienced anything since that. I think there's something up to it that they can, these spirits or whatever, can somehow interact with the babies Mm-hmm. effortlessly which is why we hear about this so much yeah and that is Claire very has sweet never spoken about a woman or anything in the house so sure. i really feel that she is at peace and has moved on or mm-hmm. she's just waiting for number two to come along <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. thank you amanda and let us know 877-310-4msj for your real life ghost stories So Fats Domino passed away yesterday at the age of 89. And you know what happens for us and our family when a musician passes away that Murphy greatly appreciates, and me too, um, is that you'll share that music with our kids now. Like Murphy's going to, he's played some last night. We weren't home a lot last night, but played some last night for the kids. And um, you know what's going to happen now, which is kind of cool? Taylor can pick up anything on piano she wants to almost. Almost anything. She doesn't even like to read music, although she can. She likes to hear stuff and then go try to pick it out. I hear her do it constantly. I will hear something on the radio, then we'll come home and I hear her picking it out. I wonder if she's going to try to pick up any of this. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. She could. What they thought was cool about it, when I explained this and brought in the Beatles aspect to it, I mean, to me, it doesn't matter how old the music is. If To me, if it's legendary, I want the girls to know about it. You know right. what I'm saying? Even if it predates us. And so, you know, when the, the, the Beatles say one of their favorite moments in the States when they were first starting was when they met Fats Domino when they performed in New Orleans mm-hmm. in the 1960s. Well, that's and it was a good like, way to get him into John it. Lennon even was quoted as saying there would have been no Beatles without Fats Domino. Wow. So oh. once, they girl, once the girls heard that connection, they're like, ah, cool. Yeah. You know? So we'll be blowing this up this week at the house, you know, for them and for us. Well, you know, it'll see a resurgence nationally, which is cool. He deserves it. He's a legend. Getting you through this Thursday workday and the After the Show podcast is up next. Yeah, uh, Murphy's, well, his dad's Fats Domino story that Mm -hmm. we just heard recently about some significant time spent with the man. You're going to love this, Sam. We'll do that after the show.